welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Today we're joined by Kara from the United States who uses LDN for multiple sclerosis. Thank you for joining us today, Kara. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us how far back was it when you first noticed an MS symptom, even if you didn't know it was a symptom? Oh my goodness. Um, probably when I was first at university um, was my first, you know, little uh, episodes began. I had like UTIs that, you know, no one could explain why I kept getting them and couldn't really get rid of them ever. And um, I had some issues with um, some muscle spasms, but very minor things. Um, And then uh, 11 years ago this month, I had an episode of trigeminal neuralgia and I was driving, I had a brand new car. It was my first day driving my brand new car. (laughs) And I had taken my children to school and I was on my way to work and I had to pull off on the side of the road because I almost passed out from the pain. And I thought, you know, I don't even know what I thought. I thought I had a tooth abscess or I thought maybe it was like a heart attack because I feel like women don't pay attention to those things and it can be jaw pain. So all this is going through my head. Um, And I went to the ER and they said, you know, there's nothing, it's not a cardiac issue. It's not this, it's not that. We don't know what it is. I went and saw a dentist the next day who said, I think it's neurologic. And that was the first time that this was even on my radar. Um, And I was just so stunned that that specific ridiculously bad pain was something related to, you know, a neurologic condition. I just didn't have any idea that that could happen. at that time, I ended up having an MRI for, you know, diagnosis of my MS. When I had that MRI, it actually showed that I had thyroid cancer at the same time. So in a very strange way, MS <laughs> saved me from having a much worse cancer diagnosis because it was caught so early on that MRI. Um, while I was dealing with that, I had surgery and went through some stuff. I began the LDN. Um, and I, I'm actually a lawyer who typically has represented doctors and hospitals and those sorts of things. So I had a lot of resources and my husband is actually a physician as well. And, um, I just kind of started trying to educate myself as much as I could about, you know, the inflammatory process and what that actually can mean, um, and how that affects everything from depression to cancer, to MS, to, I don't know, your mood. (laughs) Um, And for me, with the LDN, I've actually not started a disease-modifying therapy. Um, It ended up that I had cancer three more times after that initial bout, um, not with the thyroid because that was gone. Um, And for me, it just really started this huge health journey for me. And I never really had any health issues. I was never really super heavy. I was never really um, super troubled by anything. And I feel as though, you know, looking back what a gift that was. Um, but 
being on the LDN has just made me like some sort of born again. I think everybody should be on it. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> it's done so many good things for me. It's lowered my inflammatory markers. Um, our prior home was just filled with stairs. And probably about, geez, maybe three months after I started the LDN, maybe four months, um, I was at the top of my stairs and I realized I had just run up the stairs, which I had not physically been able to do. And I don't even know how long it was like, I was a child and just forgot myself and did it. And it was in that moment that I realized that my balance was so much better. Um, so for me, my biggest things besides, you know, my inflammatory markers being somewhat beaten down <laughs> from the LTN, um, my biggest, two biggest things were fatigue and balance um, that I was helped most with, um, with the LDN. Mm -hmm. If we go back to prior to your MS diagnosis, mm -hmm. what kind of things were happening transiently at that time? That was when I was probably my most um, clueless about myself. Um, I was litigating, so I had trials and um, my work was incredibly consuming. And I had two children and I was just fatigued beyond fatigued. And I couldn't understand what was wrong because I've always slept well, I've always had good bedtime habits and that sort of stuff. And I just, I would get home from work and it would be like 6.30 and I would put my pajamas on and just be preoccupied with how soon can I get to bed. Um, so that sort of just bone tired fatigue that I liken it to jet lag. Like I felt like I was jet lag and I had just gotten off a red eye and I had slept a solid eight, nine hours. and. There wasn't anything to explain that. Um, and the other thing was I was falling. Um, I had a couple of falls. I broke my ankle very, very badly. I fell downstairs, ironically. Um, and, you know, it became apparent that I was having some sort of balance issue. Um, had my eyes checked because I thought maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just clumsy because I'm not seeing well or, you know, something. And everything checked out um, and it just really was something that I kept pushing to the side until I no longer could. And I had to really look in the mirror and say, this isn't a normal thing to have happen. And how long from having the problems with your UTIs to actually being diagnosed, how long did that take? I'm embarrassed to say. Um, 20 years really mm -hmm. it was a long journey um probably lengthened by the fact that I'm very stubborn <laughs> and I'm a bit of a control freak and so for me to have something that I couldn't control that I couldn't fix that wasn't making any sense logically it was very difficult to kind of digest and you know realize that I actually truly needed help and you know figured that part out and I, uh, I went to my neurologist and I had looked up LDN and I asked him to prescribe it. And he was an older gentleman, but also like vegan and into, you know, all the ancillary things we can do to be better. And he completely scoffed at me and he said, you're already gluten-free, you're already eating this, you're already eating that. 
I guess you'll be completely cured if you begin this. Um, so I left <laughs> without my LDN and I went to my primary care physician and I printed up like all these papers about LDN and I walked in and I was ready to plead my case as to why I, you know, would like to start this. And he laughed and he said, I've been prescribing that for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, why didn't I come to you first? <laughs> um, so he was very knowledgeable and I feel incredibly lucky that not only did I find out about LDN, that I found a provider that was willing to work with me and educate me about titrating up and, and you know, working through that part of it. Um, and it's just, been utterly a game changer for me truly so how long have you been taking LDN now almost 11 years wow <laughs> yeah I, a solid 10 and a half years mm -hmm. so what was your fatigue like once you'd been on LDN a while normal um it was a you know a normal logical thing that if I were up late I would be tired but if I were going to bed when I typically do and sleeping well, I felt great in the morning and I didn't crash during the day. I don't really use caffeine. So for me, it was just incredibly <laughs> noticeable when I was dragging that I was literally like coming in the door, can't wait to get on my jammies and go to sleep. And I just, it was night and day difference. It literally was as though I had been sleep deprived for so long even though I weren't, <laughs> but that's how it felt. It felt as though I had been sleep deprived, walking around in a haze and then the clouds lifted. And I think the other thing is, I think cognitively that contributes to, you know, brain fog, just that sense of, I don't know, when I was fatigued, it really was, I was preoccupied with it. I was thinking about it. I was thinking, can I put my head down on my desk for 10 minutes and nobody will know. Um, just things that are kooky when I look back and I thought, good Lord, why didn't I <laughs> say something before? Um, and again, I think that's probably part of my personality, but boy, it really, really, really helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. What about UTIs? Are they still an issue? Nope, zero. Um, and, you know, when I was having the UTIs, it wasn't as though I had poor personal hygiene or I didn't understand the mechanisms through which those terribly unpleasant infections occur. I knew all of that. And what's ironic is that even before my diagnosis, my oldest is about to turn 24. And when I was pregnant with him, I had UTI so badly that I had to be on an antibiotic my entire pregnancy and then six weeks postpartum. And again, looking back, it was the MS, but you know, I didn't know where to put that. I just thought, oh, how odd that, unfortunately I've now started getting UTIs again and I'm pregnant and, you know, I don't know why. Mm. It's funny you, you should say that. Um, I had Epstein-Barr, we call it glandular fever. When I was 13 and I had like a year off school, I was really, really ill. But when I was 17, I started to get UTIs one after the other, after the other. And I became very aware of my bladder. And I could feel if I was dehydrated. Yeah. You know, I needed to drink more to flush, to flush it out. But it was just, 
awful. Yeah. I mean, it, one load of antibiotics after another, after another. And so I understand where you're coming from. Well, and I, I literally have water with me at all times, only because I think I have PTSD from having had so many UTIs. Yeah. I like guzzle water constantly still. Yes. Just yes. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, I saw a nurse and she said, um, I always have beside me a pint glass. <laughs> if you do pints um but I've always got this glass and, she, and I was meant she wanted me to know if I was drinking three pints a day <laughs> well I, I probably drink five you know <laughs> I don't drink just three <laughs> I know that some people struggle and she was saying you know tea and coffee don't count it has to be water and I was just like yes <laughs> I know, I know. Well, you're the only other person on the planet that does drink enough water because I feel the same way. I feel like almost defensive when I'm questioned about my water intake by a new healthcare provider or something. And I, same thing. I'm like, no, no, I really, I drink way more than that. And I'm very good. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the only thing is, as I've got older, I pay for it in the night. Me too. Same. Mm. <laughs> you, there isn't a magic cut off time where you can drink all day and then you can go all night and I'll quite often wake up twice but I know I'm like a puppy with that you have to put my water away at a certain time <laughs> but it's preferable to having UTIs oh my gosh yeah no no a hundred because you're still peeing with the UTI <laughs> in the middle of the night <laughs> exactly exactly yeah so that's pretty good mm -hmm. so when you started LDN way back yes what dose did you start off with? Can you remember? Yes, I started at 1.5 milligrams. Mm -hmm. um, I was on that dose probably about two months. Um, my only side effect that I've ever had from LDN was I had, call them pregnancy dreams, but just like very vivid dreams that I get like if I'm pregnant or if I take Benadryl. <laughs> so not anything terrifying, but just you know, very vivid compared to normal dreaming. Um, and that lasted, I don't know, maybe three weeks. I don't even think a month. Mm -hmm. And um, then I titrated up to three. Um, and I was kind of experimenting with um, different methods of getting the LDN. Like I had trochies at one point. I don't know. They're like the little gummy things. And yeah. Anyway, um, so... I then ended up just on the capsules and I went to 4.5. And for me, the 4.5 has been an optimal dose um, and I've had good luck with it and great success. And I, I came off of it. I'm trying to think when I came off of my LDN, um, ended, up <laughs> ended up having colon cancer twice and a couple other little things. And one surgery I had, I came off of it briefly and I was so anxious to get back on it because I didn't know, you know, if I would start feeling poorly again or, or how it would work. But I have to say um, that even having, you know, surgeries in the post-operative time that can be unpleasant, I haven't taken a narcotic this entire time. And to me, that's, you know, amazing. I don't know what my little pain receptors are doing. I do have pain, but I've been able to navigate around that. Um, and I'm very, very grateful for that because 
I've not had to take a big break from the LDN due to any of that other, you know, ancillary stuff going on. Um, mm -hmm. But it's it's <laughs> it's been such a pleasant thing. And as I said, I when I speak about it to others, I'm sure I look a little nutty because I'm like, oh my God, it's just so good. You should try it. It's cheap. There's no side effects and who knows, it might work for you. <laughs> um, so I could be on a billboard. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. So what would you say to other people who've got MS who are a bit skeptical about taking LDN because they don't like drugs, any drugs? Yeah, I don't either. Um, I mean, I, you know, um, I am vaccinated <laughs> and all that good stuff, but um, I, I definitely try to avoid taking unnecessary things. And for me, um, this is, you know, an immune, immunomodulating therapy that I don't care how healthy you are, everybody's immune system could use a little bit of fine tuning, I think. And I can't imagine you know, not choosing to do everything I can to be as well as I can. And for me, LDN fits in that category because, you know, it's, it's an easy to use effective drug that doesn't affect, I, I don't even know how to say this clearly. I feel like a lot of the drugs that people take, um, whether it's, um, you know, like a Valium or, or something like that for muscle spasms or, stuff um, for fatigue or the rest of it, they all have a lot of side effects. And you, I, I feel like there's a lot of people that don't like to take drugs that don't even count those as drugs. <laughs> and they are. And, you know, for me, LDN has made me way more cognizant of my immune system and what I can do to keep it healthy and eating well and just actively chasing that goal of health every day is, you know, what I do. And I think it's silly to not have an open mind and give it a try. Well, thank you very much for having shared your experience with us today. No, you're welcome. Thank you again for having me so much. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, Linda, L-I-N-D-A at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well. <laughs>